number 12 of Vilapa Kushmanjali. I thought that the last days the subject was somehow begging, begging for mercy, begging for Madhukari. So I thought that verse is also in the mood of, of begging to continue the feeling of this humble begging. So please everyone, I will read today. Uh, just feel free to Whenever you feel inspired to jump and say something, I will be happy to listen. Okay, oh, Kalyani, auspicious. Oh, there is asking, please slow. <laughs> yes, I understand. Oh, Kalyani, auspicious or oh, beautiful girl, when will the jingling? of your ankle bells that is like an ocean of nectarian rasa, pure my deafness. Commentary. In the pre previous verse, it was experienced how the beloved deity is rarely attained and how the desire to attain her even in a dream had arisen. In this verse, Sri Raghunath prays, O Kalyani, when will the jingling of your ankle bells that is like an ocean of nectar remove my deafness? Hear the sound of Radha's, of Sri Radha's ankle bells are compared to an ocean of rasa and nectar. This narasa is tasted within the spiritual self. So I remember many times when we were reading and sharing this verse with our beloved Gurudev, and he, he always said that the deafness comes because of two things. One time, because I don't want to hear, and another because I cannot hear. I don't want to hear is the ignorance because I, I am still, you know, listening so many vibrations from my mind, from my senses, from external existence, and I can't because I don't have the mercy yet. I don't have enough eagerness, maybe. I don't have uh, involvement. Today I was thinking, yes, why don't I hear anything but my own ideas or thoughts? Or... Because I was thinking because not so much involvement is there, maybe not so much uh, real desire. But when Shimati Radhika It's very merciful. Then this jingling can appear even to a deaf ear because the jingling itself is cure. It's a cure. 
these ankle bells are like an ocean of nectar can remove my deafness. And my deafness is uh, my ignorance, my inability to have spiritual uh, uh, ears, my inability to really make it more important what I want to hear and what I can forget to hear. <laughs> Here the sound of Sri Radha's ankle bells are compared to an ocean of rasa and nectar. Oh, by the way, Gurudev is doing initiations right now and also Jayananda Maharaj is with him. Radhe, please come sit down. Then I don't feel so... And this rasa is tasted within the spiritual self. So if I don't hear anything, that uh, is a is a sign that I'm just not connected with my spiritual self yet. This rasa is tasted within the spiritual self and Anuragi Sripad Bilva Mangala Thakur was fascinated by the jingling of Sri Govinda's ankle bells in his Karan, Krishna Karanamrita and said, May the sweet jingling of the ankle bells, the jeweled ankle bells of the gopi lover, Krishna, the lover of Radha, that sounds like the cooing of swans in a lotus forest of the Yamuna River, be manifest in my mind. Srila Krishna Das Kaviraj writes in his commentary on this verse, that the jingling of Krishna's ankle bells is so relishable because he is following Srimati Radhika at that time. Then how can we describe the sweetness of the jingling of Sri Radhika's ankle bells when she is followed by Govinda? So very interesting, Srila Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami is Kosturi Manjari. And he is explaining that Krishna's ankle bells are so sweet because he has this sweet inspiration to follow Srimati Radhika. And in that feeling of, sub of submission and eagerness, Her laugh is even shining through his jingling of ankle bells and the mandris are listening this sound. And then they say that what to think about the sweetness of the jingling of Radhika's ankle bells when she is followed by Govinda. So that make, makes her ankle bells even more glorious because he who can make the whole world fall in love with him and who can steal the mind of all beings. His, he his mind has been stolen by Shimati Radhika by hearing her anchor bells. And thus he becomes so sweet. His walking and following her is the sweetest that the mandris are experiencing. We see that Krishna Das Kaviraj is in his thigh bath. 
Rade, Rade, Sunidi, Didi. Yes, please help me. No, I just wanted to say because maybe you don't read it, but two times the question was arising. If you could go a little bit slower, slower in reading. Okay. No, I just I cannot read it from here. You are right. But maybe you want to say something. I was just thinking that actually the leading sound is coming from Radharani, from whatever aspect. It's the leading sound, the leading sound for Krishna and the leading sound for us. And we may see it in different aspects also. One aspect is that actually Radharani is the mother of all jivas. So her sound is leading all the jivas. All jivas, if they hear what is emanating from her, will be directed to the purest love, to the lotus feet of Radharani herself. So it's good to hear. It's good to concentrate on that sound. And Radharani is Adi Guru. She is sending her aspect, let's make it simple, to Nitai in all different gurus to us, through the gurus to us. So actually the real Mahavani, Adi Mahavani is coming from her. All sound which emanates from her are actually most relevant for us. And that makes her so beautiful. O Kalyani, auspicious, O beautiful girl. When will the jingling of your ankle bells, that is like an ocean of nectarian rasa, Cure my deafness. Yes, that's the point. It will cure our deafness because we are deaf to hear what is emanating from her. And that's why we are in a sad situation. But if we start to hear by the mercy of someone who had already heard, then auspiciousness will come into our life by the mercy of Radha. And even her beauty will come to us. Our life will become beautiful. Just one little aspect. So that's that's very beautiful. Koravani Chi, nice. But fallen people like me are asking the question, of course, how can I hear Radhika? So for me, hearing Radhika or the leading sound, like you beautifully said, Hearing Radhika is for me out of reach, but there's a big, big but. The, the leading sound of Radhika is channeled by the mercy of Gurudev. So the words of Guru are actually represent, representative for the leading sound of Maharani Radhika. So Guru Mukha Padma Vakya. So if we make the words of Shri Guru into our heart, our own heart, that they can live there nicely. And we, we hear the words of Gurudev. We should always, like you said, remember that is the channel. In Sadakavish, it is the channel that we can hear properly now. And when we advance, we may, with, in good fortune, hear the words of Guru Manjari, which, is, which are still 
the leading sound of Swamini. So this is our good fortune that we are blessed with a Sadguru who is connected to the lotus feet of Swamini. So we can nicely hear the leading sound, you said, of, of Swamini, which is coming through Guru Parampara. That is what Gurudev always saying. This is Parampara. This transmission of the sound vibration coming down to into our hearts. This is what is the most precious thing. Jai Ho. Srila Prabhupada Saraswati writes in his Radharasudha Nidhi, verse 16. When can I see Shirata with her charming form, shyly looking down at her own toes when she sees the moon-like face of Krishna, the king of relishes from far as she steps along with jingling ankle bells. The endless streams of Mahabhav that gush or emanate from Radhika's limbs when she experiences the ecstasy of seeing Krishna sprinkle her ankle bells and make their jingling sound like an ocean of nectar. So this is interesting. Shimati Radhika has, you know, jingling ankle bells. And these ankle bells are conscious. They are alive. So when she gets a vision of her beloved during the day, then endless feelings emanate from her transcendental body. Very high feelings of ecstasy, of desire to make him happy. When will we meet again? Or have I seen this person before? Or many, many ways how she feels in different, different situations. But these feelings are emanating from her whole body. And they are sprinkling, they are like embracing her ankle bells and they give that sound. Here, I think here also what is worth mentioning, if I may, um, I was reminded, Suniti, when you read the, the deafness, you know, this, the Acharyas always beautifully express very, very important teachings by metaphors or by by using these blindness and deafness. So, Omakyana Timirandasya, uh, I am blind, I am deaf. So, these, this blindness and the deafness, they, if you are now in, in Raganuga Bhakti, Raganuga Bhakti and in Manjari Bhav Sadhana, it's a clear sign that we should all be very, very eager to, to try to conceive of our of our spiritual form because otherwise how can we see we are not blind we we are blind for the spiritual things we are not deaf we are deaf for the spiritual things so yes lower i know <laughs> so so this is a very clear sign for every sadaka 
that the goal is to wish and be eager to receive and to realize our eternal form. This is the Alpha and the Omega of everything, of every endeavor, of every limb of Bhakti. This is the Sita, the Sita Swarup that we can become perfect in that, in that matter. So this blindness and deafness, we should always ask, how can, how can this happen? That I can, that I can see. And Gurudev many, many times says that, that it is very important to develop our spiritual senses. So I can speak for me. I'm sitting here in this material cage with these eyes and the ears, but the eagerness we should pray for that we can one day really see and really hear that. And this we cannot do as a soul. We can only do if we are identifying ourselves with the Swarup Gurudev has or will reveal to us. So this should be always in our center of our desire. Rade, Rade. Very nice what you said, Baba. And uh, I had just one inspiration to share some some way how, how we can get more conscious. Because hearing means consciousness. Chaitanya also means consciousness. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu, the, the big, the greatest Prabhu of consciousness. Actually, he is giving us an example. But how could we start? Just here in this world, very easy. If you look conscious in this world, I mean, just this material world, look conscious. You will immediately understand here is nothing which you can really enjoy. If you really look conscious, if you just look a little bit, then you will see, oh, yes, I will enjoy this and that. And, you know? But if you really look conscious, you will see, actually, there is nothing to enjoy. And this is a good start. Because then you will think, next step, well, then where is the real enjoyment? And then you may come to the point that somebody in your life is giving you a hint. And then you may find the person who has the right view, a guru, and he will give you, open up your real eyes, your real ears, and make you conscious on another platform. But it can start here by just being really conscious about everything. I just wanted to share that because it's a very easy start. So sometimes, I, yeah, yes, sorry. Uh, no, sometimes, sometimes we may be discouraged and we may think, oh my God, I cannot feel, I cannot see, I cannot experience my spiritual form. And in my case, what helps most, I, although I don't have all these things, what helps for me the most is to know, to know that there is some, uh, one, one lady was asking me, 
a very beautiful question, if I may share. She was asking, uh, Gurudev always says that we uh, have a spiritual form and as that form, we are in the Leela and we can imagine ourselves witnessing this Leela. So she asked me, what is, how can I understand this? What is my form doing right now when I try to become and to realize that form? It's a very good question. But actually, this question is also doomed because our mind is thinking linear and thinking in chronological terms. So we cannot ask, what is my spiritual form doing right now? This is not possible because eternal time is not working linear, linear and also not working chronologically. We, Our mind, as long as we are trapped by the gunas, we can never understand what means eternal presence. Now, eternal presence means Radhika meets Krishna always for the first time. Our mind, he cannot understand this. But now comes a very good point. I asked my Baba about this and he gave a very beautiful example. So yes, and he is switching now. From our perspective, it seems that the form is not doing anything. Because I try to realize my form. So she cannot do anything there, right? But this is our danger of the mind who is trapped in three-dimensional space and time. But Baba said a very wonderful example. Don't go into this until you realize it. This was the first thing. And the second thing is until then, just think that your spiritual form is like a wonderful dress who is hanging in an armoire or in a wardrobe and it's not fitting you right now. So you have to grow into this beautiful dress At one day, you have to wear this dress. So this is a good example for me and, and a helpful example for me because we cannot imagine our spiritual form until we realize it. But this, knowing that we have the chance, we have this beautiful dress in a sense from our perspective waiting for us it's not waiting but this is what we think so this is very helpful and even only knowing your name and your dress and your age just knowing this on the material platform even if like me you don't feel like a young girl but knowing that this is there is very 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 helpful from my experience. And this example that this dress is waiting for us is helping also. Because if we go into this imagining from our time to the spiritual time, this is not working. We go crazy. This is not working. We cannot understand this. We cannot ask this question because eternal time and material time is different. But we will realize it when the dress will fit us. That means actually what means that? Satyanarayan Das Babaji explained to me this also very beautifully. He said, actually the spiritual form is a form made of bhav, of feeling, of sentiment. And the jiva is tatashta shakti. We are the marginal energy. And now comes a very beautiful point. The spiritual form is svarupa shakti. The spiritual form The Sita Deha is made, it's not made, but it consists of the Shakti of Krishna. 
It is his it internal energy, the Swarupa Shakti. So what happens is now the following. The Jiva is Tatasta Shakti, and we engage in Manjari Bhav Sadhana. And by Sambit and Ladini Shakti, ergo Bhakti, the, the Jiva, the Tatasta Shakti gets imbued, gets completely overtaken by Swarupa Shakti. And then there is no more any difference between that. That means we will not anymore feel the difference between my hand, my arm, my body, but we will be that body because it's a body made of bhav. So this is for me a very interesting point that you can, you can, this process of bhakti, the combination of sambit, knowledge and ladini, auspiciousness and bliss will uh, uh, make the jiva into something that this form will fit you. So this is this is the beautiful, m- magical way of, of bhakti that actually the jiva will be that sita deha. And this happens if we process through the steps of bhakti. And when then this varupa shakti will, will engulf us. The jiva will be there, but there will be no more any difference between mind, soul, and body. We will be a completely different personality. And this is what is very inspiring that actually by the process given by Guru, by Bhakti, Bhakti Devi, this transformation will certainly happen at one point. Wonderful, Tarun Baba. Thank you. And it reminded me what Gurudev said today. In, in the morning, he gave initiations and uh, I was explaining Diksha Mantras. And I feel that the the Diksha Mantras are the feelings that are transferring and transforming my material existence into my spiritual being. Because Gurudev said that if we don't feel intensely uh, connected by practicing our Diksha Mantras, we will never be able to realize or to feel the Swarup. Or let's say, in other words, in more simple words, because it's I like simple, it makes sometimes the things more clear. If I don't connect to the Guru Parampara, to my Guru Dev, through these expressions of love in the form of mantras, then my eternal dress, my eternal name will never fit. And last time when we were here, Gurudev said something like, when you stand in in front of Radha Mohan and you remember who you are, they become very big and you become very small. It's a transformation of perception. But if I stand in front of them with my material body and I think they are... Uh, stone figures, then I seem to be very big and they seem to be very small. <laughs> and that's as simple as it is. The, the difference is the perception in the form of feelings. Externally, it cannot be measured. Externally, it cannot be observed. Only I can observe it in myself. Am I becoming smaller? Am I becoming more, you know, 
childlike. You know, Gorasunda is always every night he's sleeping together with Gurudev as his guardian, Sevak. And then sometimes they they churn so much nectar in the night, or when Gurudev sleeps, then Gorasunda gets many uh, internal inspirations. And today the inspiration was if I become childlike, if I become small like a child, then the divine can reveal in my heart. The more I feel big or in any kind of ego position, I try to be like a great devotee or whatever I like to be externally. Then this childlike nature will not appear and the the spiritual emotions that are connected to that helpless and small and sweet nature cannot develop very wonderful very wonderful suniti i was rem- i was just thinking when you said about diksha mantras that there is one line of baba in shikshastakam and he or in guru tattva one of the both he is saying i think in the guru tattva book he is saying chanting the holy name with will lead you to shikurudev and diksha and chanting the holy name after receiving diksha will lead you to prema so i found this when i read this first i didn't understand but now it is so clear you know that when you chant the holy name automatically it will lead you to sadguru and sadguru will give you diksha mantras and the diksha mantras will be real to you everything your aspirations everything is there and then this will also lead to sita pranali to the revelation of your form and from that moment on when you receive this diksha shiva goswami is saying diksha means divya gyan the knowledge of your relationship to your ishtadev so from that moment on then the holy name will lead you to prema so baba sometimes writes very simple things but it's so ocean wide deep i was thinking So actually for me the question arises how to be small how to think us to be small so if somebody may come and say ah oh, you're so puffed up and you know you have to be humble and like this and that like sometimes in the past happened i saw that actually this never helped in the end to to stay small but what makes us really small my experience is love if you feel that somebody is loving you although you see all these things in you which actually does not fit to this energy who are not worth to be loved but still the person loves you actually this is making me small and this will stay so like trinata pisunichana we know the verse of shikshashtaka actually mahaprabhu is expressing his love because he is in the mood of radha and he is actually praising the name of krishna and he has full love because he in this situation is radha the mood of radha and she loves krishna so much 
And this actually is bringing him, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in this situation. He feels very small and humble. And in this way, actually, this verse is created in that mood, out of love, deep, deep love, ecstatic love. So actually, I was thinking about this because what is the need of smashing each other's ego? This is never helpful. But it's always helpful to give love, to give understanding, to lead us, ourself, also forgive us, to lead me and others in love, actually. This always helps. And this is making us small. Govani, I many times, I many times, this is such a wonderful point. Many times I said here in this uh, assembly or uh, that humility is not unworthiness. This is a completely wrong understanding. This is so wrong. We have learned this from the beginning that we are a fool, we are a rascal. That is how we feel. But it has nothing to do with unworthiness because we know that as a manjari of Radhika, we are very, very much worthy. So, so this smallness, it doesn't mean the last piece of shit in the street, like now plainly speaking, but we are, we are worthy in the matter that it is like a huge clockwork. And without one single piece, the clock will not work. So the mantras are very, very important for the rasa and for the enjoyment of the divine couple. But this is not making us proud, like you said, because we understand that this is coming from love of Gurudev. Without the love of the Vaishnava and Guru, we can never feel humility. Humility, sometimes it needs, the ego needs to be controlled, agreed. But the more powerful way, I also agree, is that, that love is shown. Like Gurudev is showing love to everybody. Like Baba was showing so much love. So this, this love will do this, this. It will do this automatically. So we should not hide in the closet thinking we are very unworthy we are useless and all these things this is not conductive to to self-realization in my humble opinion and after all who is making us the smallest love itself Radharani because she is actually showing us the way she is saying that even if another gopi will come and wants to enjoy with Krishna, then she will be the servant of that gopi. We have to just meditate a little bit maybe on that to understand. She will serve the gopi who satisfies Krishna's wishes. If it's Krishna's wish to enjoy with another gopi, she will serve that gopi. Completely selflessness. And because she is showing us this practically, not theoretically, practically, she is actually our goal. And we are the half syllable, the smallest, the smallest servant. No, gopi, we don't want to enjoy. No, we want to serve that gopi who has such a selfless love to become also selfless like this, actually. And this makes us small. Radharani's greatness. Goranga Sundara, you want to add like something? I'm flowing. 
in the flow of my brother's and Baba's words. Please help me to continue this flow. Radhe, Radhe. Radhe. Yeah, whatever feelings that might help me to come in the right flow, I will just embrace them. And I beg for them every day, every minute. That Swamini and her Dasis will help me to tune in with them. That Guru Devi will help me to be on track emotionally, in my actions, in my prayers. And if I'm losing the track... Oh, I just saw that Gurudev appeared. Jai Gurudev, so nice to see you. But your voice is not coming, Gurudev. Microphone may be off. Microphone. Can you hear him? Yeah, I will, I will do. No, I'm no, there. there. Jai Gurudev. Yeah, Dandavat. Dandavat. Yeah. But voice is there? Yes. 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 Yeah. Jai Ho. There is Dandava to all Vaishnava. Gaurvani ki jai. Karun Baba, I go in Priya ki jai. Jai Ho. Priya ki jai. There is. There is. There is. Bye, Guru Dev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love you, Guru Dev. I love you. Yeah, listen to the class. I also love you. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. Yeah, say, my dear. Yes, Guru we're discussing how to remove the deafness. Yeah. How to become spiritually aware in our spiritual senses, how to put on our beautiful dresses, yeah. how to become small, how to become a real Darcy and to pray for this. Yeah. Every minute of the day that the deafness will, will be removed, the ignorance will be removed by mercy that we become really who we are and live in that. That is the subject. Right. Yeah. Become small and always begging and helpless so that we need the mercy every every minute of these feelings of Shimati Radhika and her Dasis. Yeah. Yeah. Radhika and Dasis mercy. Right. Yes. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. on good. Our speaker is there. They can hear you. Yeah. yeah. This we don't need it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm very good to listen, all of you. Still, my voice is not good. I feel very heavy pressure to say something. Don't worry, good. We're just happy to see you. Yes. If you are with us, then we are feeling very strong. And when you are with me, I feel that I am very protected. (laughs) (laughs) 
every day is sunday but no holidays <laughs> you are always in service 24/7 glory we try to follow you no no but we are deaf and blind from you i'm <laughs> learning every day from all of you we have to learn learning is the beauty of dasi yes baba is telling we are ready to learn every moment that is 24/7 how much we can learn which moment yes shiradana das says please let me relish just one drop yeah. the nectar the sweet nectar of this jingling of your jingling bells wow. my god you see our acharya one drop teacher <laughs> want one drop to one time to listen that thing wow yes of that nectar because my ear is not listening what you say deaf till i no listen your jingling my deafness will not go i want to listen that jingling what is coming from your lotus feet that baba ji is you cannot add one word in that if you add is not rasa i will come i so many time try to add something is not like that you have to drink what to what of him he is full of feelings wow read this line again shiragonata says please let me relish just one drop of the sweet nectar of this jingling wow this is the teachers acharya's teaching one drop all will change because this jingling i know listen the feeling of jingling i know understand yeah sarade his heart is filled with this strong desire and this desire always increases well, why we have many desires so not listening one drop of jingling one point, one minute that desire not make me to listen that wow. words cannot really describe these lamentations there is no power for this words words to explain this feeling wow. through these prayers the absorption of shila ragunadas goswami can be experienced wow. so 
Not everyone can be addressed so lovingly with Kalyani. It's all auspicious, Swamini. Always would want to do Kalyan means always want to serve, to give love and make, always want to give something, Kalyan. That is the meaning of Kalyan. <coughs> merciful, all time merciful. No, no qualification required for her mercy. Unqualified is more beneficial and more fast beneficial. So her name is Kadyani. Connection lost, huh? <clears throat> Seems so. So need you too. <laughs> So then, Tarun Baba, share something, please. <laughs> We are here again, Jai Ho. Ah, Jai Ho. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You know what I was just thinking when I read this sentence? It's really something to cry about because Baba says the sweetness of this address does not indicate the heart's perception of anything from this material world. It means our hearts, or let's say my heart, has no perception of what it means that he calls Swamini Kalyami. But what I always feel and what you also express, Tarun, when we feel the feelings of our Guru Devi or our other teachers, then their feelings have, they can transfer the feelings into my heart. That is how I feel. Because I, I feel for myself, I cannot produce these feelings. You know, it's just like, it is another dimension that I have no access to by my own endeavors. It is. It is. That is Guru Parampara. This is coming. This is coming from the heart of, of the Vaishnava Sadgurus, that we can, these rays, these rays of Prema, they enter into our heart through those who have it in their hearts. And Gurudev just made a very wonderful, very, very beautiful point. This is, Gauravani, what we were talking about. Gurudev again confirmed it. We should never care for this qualification, worthiness, things. We should love ourselves and everyone else and we should really understand. Kalyani means those, those precious, this precious person, Radhika, who is giving the mercy out, not considering who is valuable and who is not valuable by the mercy of Mahaprabhu. So we, we should not sit down and we should be, be hopeless and we will never get it. This is very wrong. This is not the way the Acharyas are teaching us. We should always be eager to get this drop of mercy, not thinking how bad we are. If we focus on how bad we are, I can see the material world. When we focus in the material world on the negative things, the negative things will come. So if we, I, I experienced this many times. So if this is the point, then we should transfer this into the spiritual way. We should always be eager for Kalyani that she is giving out the mercy for us, we are all some or another 
in this pool of, of aspirants. And there is no need to always be yeah, preoccupied with qualifications, this and that. So love, Lakurdev says love is the key, love is the way, love is the answer. Thank you to make this point again clear. That means we, sh we, we can be full of hope, actually. Not because of our qualification. No, we don't need it. We don't need any qualification. We can be full of hope because Swamini is so, so undescribable, merciful that she says, whoever wants to come to me in my seva is exactly like he should be. Whoever has this wish in his heart, starting on this path, he doesn't have to consider, I am qualified or not. Because Swamini says, you are exactly like I want you to be. Start from where you are. You cannot start from a point where you don't are, isn't it? I cannot drive from an airport in Hamburg if I'm in Heidelberg. First, I have to come to Heidelberg. <laughs> so first, I have to come to myself, understand. Yes, I'm fallen. Yes, I'm not proud of this situation. But this is my situation. It's reality. So start from that point. Because Radharani will show you the way by her mercy. And she will send people who will help you. This is my experience. Otherwise, I would never, never, ever meet Gurudev. How? He was ringing on my bell in my house. In Germany, I didn't have to go to Brindavan. So he personally brought the mercy. By the mercy of Tarun Baba and Govinda Priya, the jingling was coming. Jai Ho! Can I connect with the speaker with You are not good. Because if you speak, then this sound will go to this mic and that other sound will echo. Can you mute them? The sweetness of this address, O Kalyani, does not indicate the heart's perception of anything from this material world. So now Baba explains how these transcendental pastimes awaken in the heart. These transcendental pastimes bloom up within the heart in such a way that nothing from this visible world can be perceived within the heart anymore. Means they take over. Material consciousness muddens the heart of the practicing devotees, makes it muddy. But this experience cannot be had through mere dry knowledge, but only through pure love, characterized by an intense feeling of possessiveness. Yeah, maybe we can share about this possessiveness because that is an important uh, point here that 
the experience we we are desiring and praying and praying for is the saru is possessiveness of not material but jai ho jai ho yes my saru yes. how much time i give to be there then i follow my guru mandir my guru how much time my i am using for this position that's a stable almost i am fixed myself i am in sanchari or stay right in ping pong or ping and ping what teaching is all place we see is only to become pink only to be a cyber it is all preparation to fix myself in my constitutional position right or not because i had to listen a spiritual jingling not material jingling this jingling is only come when we listen the flute of krishna but manjari is not interested to listen the flute of krishna he want only to listen jingling of radhika right but our acharyas are so helpful they say first listen the flute of krishna when he will sign with krishna dance he opened that door to listen jingling of radhi our raghunath goshami our anandas baba ji want to open our vision in siddha deha that you can only listen in siddha deha jingling of radhi fixed ears so merciful sometime i think that why i waste my time i start reading this vilakusum manjari when i was in 1780 and then i travel whole world after that what crazy i was so i do this useless job my mohan baba my god brother and he he can never listen without me and he never allow other god brother to sit and listen he only sit and listen with me i don't know why he do that but that time was not in english bangla so that time i am listening the book of baba in bangla vilap kusumanjiri <laughs> 
vertigo sibling. Wow. The mother is catching to the baby. Baby is not catching to the mother. Uh, this is Kripa. Hi, Tuki Kripa, Gurudev. <clears throat> Causeless mother. If I catch, I can leave you. But when mother will catch, she will never leave. Where she will go, she will bring catching in the mouth. That is Kripa. Yeah. So nice. I am deaf, I am blind, but you catch me good. When I see Tarun Baba, I got and Govinda Priya, my feeling grows. I don't know. What? Good. We love you so much. Unbelievable. So nice to see you, Gurudev. So nice. <laughs> I love you, my dear. My Govinda Priya. Now they are translating in Japan. No, you are writing. They love to translate it. You permit them that they will translate and give to others. And they are also trying to translate scent of Praja and scent of Bengal. Very nice. Is Jananda Maharaj desire and devotee wants like this. Beautiful. Gurudev is a Kuripa. Gurudev is telling Bhakti cannot come. If you not read Bhaktamal, that's the pastime of Bhaktas. Yes. Come. Bhakti comes by reading <coughs> the Bhaktamala <coughs> of pure devotee, mm. a life of pure devotee. Mm. How they suffer and they never feel suffering. Because intense love is there to them. Favorable chances and unfavorable chances. Both is possible to come in our life. But Bhaktaho managed to deal it. In this connection, Sri Krishna says, now comes one verse from Bhagavad Gita, that which is night to all beings, when everyone sleeps, in that state of transcendental bliss, the self-controlled saints keep awake, and that temporary material happiness in which all beings keep awake is a night to the seer or to those who can see the divine love. Who else but a person who has awakened his internal identity can address Radharani like this, calling her Kalyani. 
the great sage Shukadev was astonished by the feelings of mindness felt toward Krishna by his loving devotees in Braja. And he told Maharaj Parikshit, the Lord who was called Adhagjaji, he who is not perceivable through the material senses, has no inside, no outside, no before and no after. He is pervading the world from west to east, inside and outside. And his form is the world itself. But now he allowed himself to be bound by a grinding mortar by his gopi mother, Yashoda, just like an ordinary mortal human child. Here the all-pervading Lord loses his omnipotence at the hands of his loving devotee. What is impossible in the world of tattva, of spiritual truth, becomes possible in the world of Leela. Although Krishna is the Supreme Lord, who cannot be perceived by great, even by great mystics, he still allows his cowherder boyfriend, Sridham, to climb his shoulders after he lost a game. <coughs> The Supreme Lord, whose lotus feet cannot even be perceived by the greatest mystics, now holds his lotus feet on the chest of his cowherder boyfriends. And there is no comparison to the amorous relationship a devotee can have with the Lord. His beloved is sitting in a kunj, being angry with him, and the Lord stands at the Kunja gate with tear-filled eyes, like a beggar, like an offender. Manamai, proud Radhika, then angrily rebukes him, saying, Go, Madhava, go, Keshava, don't speak your false words to me now. Just follow that girl who removes your sorrow, O lotus-eyed one. Prema really becomes manifest when there develops a feeling of he or she is mine. So that is so amazing. Maybe we can share on this point what Baba makes that Krishna is... is yes, yes. Who is it? Sorry. Gorang. Yes. Radhe, Radhe. Please. The last two, three days we were listening so much from Jayananda Maharaj about his direct experience of Madhukari. So we can see here that Krishna is also once Madhukari. He's praying, he's begging Madhukari of love. So this is the ultimate meaning of begging Madhukari. But first, person has to be humble, subdued to love, subdued to, to someone who can give him this kind of madhukari. Because this madhukari of love is madhu, is the honey, is real nectar. And love has real nectar. 
So Krishna is begging Radhika, asking for Madhukari, knocking in front of her door, of her heart, and taking the position of beggar, complete beggar, lowest of the lowest. So he is teaching how to approach to love, because this is only way how we can receive the love. Because it's not the problem of object of love. But the problem sometimes can be in receiver. Object of love is always ready to give. To give and to give. Especially Radhika is embodiment of love. So she is always giving. And one of the reasons why is she is Kalyani. Only someone who is in the mood of giving, can, he deserves these names of all auspiciousness, Kalyani. And she is doing that, and knowing that Krishna is like a beggar approaching to her heart, begging this Madhu, Madhu Kari. He is doing, begging the nectar, Madhu, the honey, pure radicals love. So it was my just small Interruption of you. Sorry. No, Sorry. beautiful. Thank you, Goranga <clears throat> That is a sweet ma- reminder of what is the subject today. How to beg. I, I just got a picture, actually, how the mercy is coming to us. If, if, you, if you see this big dam, you know, a dam which, which is holding back a lot of water, So the dam of mercy, if one drop is coming through, it will break soon. You know, you know this. When a dam that is coming through water, then it will break completely after some time. So when I heard that, actually, if one drop by the mercy of Gurudev is entering your heart, then it's sure that soon the whole dam will break and flood your heart, if you just go on receiving these drops, more and more will come. And then it will flood your heart. And this is the mercy of our Kalyani, which will flood the heart completely. And then no dirt can stay inside. Not possible. Because this is the power of this Completely pure Brahma. And I like this, how it is an ongoing subject in in all the scriptures, like Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Chaitamrita, and now the highest revelation of Srimati Radhika's mercy and her relationship, Radhara Sudhanidhi and Shivila Pakushmanjali, that Actually, when Krishna is mostly attracted is when we we don't treat him like the Supreme Lord. But that can only happen when there's like a deep, deep relationship without fear, without anxiety, means a relationship with the spiritual senses. And he loves to be bound by Mother Yashoda. He loves to be bound by the love of the cowherd boys. But what he loves most is to beg Shimate Radhika for her mercy. 
for her merciful sidelong glance also with her tear-filled eyes. And she is she is in complete um in harmony, or let's say she always knows, she always feels what he needs most. So sometimes she is very sweet and sometimes she gives him a salty taste or a sour taste. According to the situation, she will always make him relish more and more that his eyes can fill with these tears of love and surprise. And that is so amazing that we as the smallest covered living entities have a chance now by the mercy of our dear Gorangi and Goranga, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that we can enter into that, we can pray for that, and we can also feel the sweetness of the Brajaba. Now there comes another example of this in this regard. Lord Brahma prayed to Krishna. Everyone may know that he may say that he may know you in full. Let them know it. What more can I say, O Lord? I cannot perceive your greatness with my mind, my body, or my words. But in Vraja, a tailor will come up to Krishna with a measure stick to see what size it he has. That is the wonderful power of the love of Vrindavan, of Vraja. The address Kalyani is illuminated by the sweet luster of Radha and Mohan's mutual relish of each other. The Acharyas have taught, we must see Mohan from Radharani's perspective wow. <clears throat> and Radharani from Mohan's perspective. <laughs> She bestows welfare to Shyama Sundara. Sri Krishna bestows welfare on the whole world. And Swamini embodies this welfare. It's also a beautiful point, no? Mm. That <clears throat> Sri Krishna is him giving himself through Shimati Radhika. And that is the point, that she is the embodiment of his welfare, of his mercy of his, all that he can give, the highest he can give, is Shibati Radhika and her service. In Purva Rag, the embodiment of bliss is hankering for Sri Radha. Purva Raga means the beginning of their love when they are just young and they are meeting and maybe they have not even met yet because they couldn't leave their houses or they are just dreaming to meet. In Purvarag, the embodiment of bliss, Mohan is hankering for Sri Radha. The Mahajans have written, Radhe, when Subal gives Krishna a golden garland of Champaka flowers, his mind trembles and tears of passionate love flow from his eyes. Oh, beautiful girl, your form always awakens great love in his heart. Day and night. Maybe is... I can make a point here. Yes. I was just staying with the sentence, we have to see Shyam Sundara from Radharani's perspective, and we have 
to see Radharani from Shyamsundara's perspective. I think this is a very important point, actually. To understand the person means you see through the eyes of love. But what love? Our limited love or the highest possible love for that person? So if we want to understand what means feel, not understand in the head, if we want to really understand what, what is about this love exchange of these two persons, we have to take the view of the other person. Otherwise, it's not possible to get a real glimpse of this love. Then we would stick in our perspective of love, which it is right now, and it will not grow. So if we dive deep in this meditation, because it's a meditation, I want to see this Shyam through Radharani's eyes, why she loves him, how she loves him, and then I get the mercy. I get the mercy from a person who also wanted that. And this is our Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And when I get his mercy, then by his mercy, I will get another person who actually is connecting me with this stream of mercy. This is Gurudev. And in this way, I can really get a glimpse. Otherwise, it's not possible. So we have to, to, to see it through that way. It's very important. Otherwise, we cannot really understand or feel what is going on there. And then we may understand what is written here in these wonderful verses, which Suniti is reading now. I just wanted to mention that. Radharadi. If I say something, and please correct me, because I need correction if I'm wrong. And it's very important for me to properly understand these words. And we can see that Baba is saying, the Acharyas have taught, Acharyas. We must see Krishna from Radharani's perspective. And Radharani from Krishna's perspective. My, what's coming to me is that they are speaking in a general way, talking about two bhavas. One bhava is a perspective from Manjari Bhava. We want to see Krishna from Radharani's perspective, like Gauravani explained, through her feelings. This is the best way and connected with her feelings and feelings of her maidservants. How she feels Krishna, which kind of feelings are, because in Manjari Seva we know that. Manjari's has to know this because they have to serve in proper mood, Yugala Kishore. But Baba says here also, Acharya's thought, we must see Krishna from Radharani's perspective and Radharani from Krishna's perspective. So I feel here that is another Baba. 
because there are different devotees. And this is a Sakibal. When most of Sakis are with Radharani because of Krishna, and most of Sakis and her maidservants, helpers, Sancharis, they are seeing Krishna, uh, Radhika through emotions of Krishna. So I wanted to make this observation because it came to me that sometimes Acharya is very spe- uh, specific about these bhavas and sometimes they are putting a little bit broad that the different devotees make decision what they want. Like a main point, main point. Like they, they're fixed bhava. So I said, I share this, and please correct me, because for my practice, it's very important to know these discriminations and mm, it understand. Can, it can be, like you say, brother, but I can also understand to see Krishna from the to see Radhika from the perspective of Krishna can also mean that we see that we have to see Radhika from the perspective of Krishna can mean that we have to make Radhika as beautiful as possible for the enjoyment of Krishna that his rasa gets higher so so both like you said it can be another bath but both can be in manjari bath so that we can see of course we see Radha as uh, Krishna sees her, that's normal. But uh, but when uh, Krishna, we see Krishna from the eyes of Radhika. This is oh, this is of course normal in, in Mandari Bhav. But seeing Radhika through the eyes of Krishna can be the impetus for the Mandaris to decorate and to make Radhika as beautiful as possible, so that Krishna can enjoy her the most. So both are compatible also in Mandari Bhav. That is my understanding. But both is valuable, I think. Yes, thank you, Baba. Thank you, Taro. So main point is to fix in own Baba. Yes. Then all these things are coming together. If we are yes. not fixed in, in our own Baba, it's very easy to slip away and th- start to receive another Bhavas. Yes. So thank you very much. Gurudev, if you want to say something. Thank you. Very clear. We have to, as Thai Bahamas, we have to fix in one bhav. We cannot change the bhav. Pinkery means Radha. Pinkery should be as Thai Bhav. It cannot change. As per instruction of Baba, is paid. We cannot fix, then it's changing. And we no need to be a teacher, we want to practice that. So we have to aspire practice in Bhavalasa. Because you are telling very right way, there are many different positions to feel it. But we have to feel always in Bhavanasa. Yes. <coughs> Thank you, Gurudev, very much for helping me and clarifying me. 
So if you say 24 half with the Gayatri Mantra, right? 12 is Radha, 12 is Krishna, and half is Manjari. This half is Manjari because Manjari is so close with Radha, it's like a shadow. It cannot be separate from Radha. So this is 24 half. Because this, many are teaching that there is a Krishna mantra, Krishna, but I don't see Radha Krishna is Krishna. Both when they become Krishna and Radha, Manjari never be far from Radhika. It is a shadow. Shadow is always going with the original. So that is Manjari one. That's a Bhavanasra. So how not shadow will not what original is doing. Yeah. Knowing is an information and practicing is a feeling. Realization. We have to realize it. This book of, by Arantas Babaji to go not swim it. Dive it and collect the jewel from this. It's a diving book. They have to dive. Ah, they are. Day and night he murmurs, Krishna, Vrishapanu Nandini, without saying anything else out of confusion. Although hundreds and thousands of girls speak sweet words to him, he does not listen to them even in dreams. He can only pronounce the first syllable of your name, Ra, but out of ecstasy. He cannot pronounce the other one, Da. His eyes carry streams of tears. And that jewel of man rolls on the ground. Who can describe his distress? Govindadas submits these news about Kanu, Mohan, to your lotus feet. Know that he feels miserable and that only your grace, Kalyan, can destroy his suffering. Radhe. So we can hear example here from Govinda Das, who from Manjari Baba was talking to Radhika about Krishna. And through Krishna's feelings, expressions of his feelings, he is talking and glorifying, he's talking to Radhika in the same time glorifying Krishna who is in love with Radhika. So it means maybe that we can know Radhika also through Krishna, but through the words of Manjaris. Because Manjaris are talking to Krishna, uh, to Radhika, sorry, my English is broken. Manjaris are talking to Radhika, how Krishna is suffering. And they have experience of his suffering, but for Sri Radhika. Yeah. 
Very good. Bitch. And Manjari is not that Krishna will go, then Radhika will suffer more. This is also very But Radhika is so much heavy man that she is not ready to come down. So she finds the reason about that. Then she finds she is in man because of Lalita. So Manjari went to Lalita to request that it will be very difficult. Please say to Radhika that he come out from the man. And when the Lalita Saki come and he requests to Radhika, now no, it's too much now. Why you are in man? <laughs> then she become quiet. This is the thing also. So we worship Lalita. Why? Because she is the controller of my family. She said then Lalita says something, she has to follow that. <laughs> so, so much love she is giving unconditional to her friends. Sri Krishna bestows auspiciousness on the world, but Srimati Radhika bestows auspiciousness even on him. Wow, Jao! 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 Mundawar! Jao in class, na? Yeah. <laughs> I also know some Jarvan. Yes, good. Our teacher, Bundava, is my teacher. Schlafen right? Sie gut? Schlafen Sie gut? Oh, Atuban. 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 Highway. Atuban. Not like a sassy. <laughs> Very nice living. Sri Govinda considers himself blessed when he attains Radhika's company. Yeah, this is the beauty of my Baba. Before you, we understand something else. He changed everything in. Huh? And? Babulasrati. Asrati. That is a sign. Nothing more to understand. <laughs> more thing. Today, four nights, my goddess does not sleep. <laughs> Why? Because to, to know Brajendranandan, that what is the qualification to foolish child. And he remembers that Jesus speaking, you have to become child. Child means very innocent and foolish. 
and we learn something, then we think that we are qualified. So what we are qualification is not qualification. We have the real qualification is to become child is the qualification. And this uh, make him not to sleep one minute of the that's why we are learning and qualified, trying to become qualified, <laughs> because we not understand. Foolish child can understand. We don't understand the way of love. Child can understand the God. Radhe, Radhe. You have to talk. He's a very rasik Baba. Really, he's rasik. We wake up at 3.30 and he reads that time. When he sleeps, he reads one, two page of his reading now. Prem Bhakti Chandra. How to increase Prema. My God. Wow. That's because he's sleeping with you, Gurudev. It comes in Nishi Dominus. Well, I don't know. I am sitting, sleeping with her. I am learning from him. Wow, so great. So I never expect that he is so <laughs> And I feel, you know, you explain. 24 syllable and a half because uh, you know we we are we are thinking manjari bhai is the highest but actually manjari is the most humblest person and uh, like a child also so gurudev today saying gurudev baby cannot say so they don't understand <laughs> and baby not say anything but the fact is this. Yes. Both are work, not working without Manjari. Mm. Krishna cannot see Radha. Radha cannot meet Krishna. All arrangement is happened by Manjari. But he's the baby of Radha. Radha. Nothing can move without Manjari. And my Swami never lose because of my Jaiswini. She is always Jaiswini. Krishna never win from my Swami. One of water sports in Radha Kun, she lose, but she will not lose. Manjari says, she not lose. She win here also. Water is poured. <laughs> Manjari said this. She not lose. Because losing means she cannot take his to Krishna with the front of her sakis. So she lose that on any way Krishna can get the take the kiss of Radhika is saying either this way or that. See the real Bina. 
Oh, 